Welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby and I'm an empowerment coach to women over 40. I take a stand that it's time for you to take your turn in life. Today is a crazy day for me. I'm recording this right today and posting in the same day. And um, here's how crazy it is. I actually have already recorded this podcast once, but I'll use the word recorded very loosely because I forgot to hit record. That's how crazy of a day it is. Yeah, that's how it's going. Today is book launch day. Oh my God. And the really ironic thing is that the universe threw out some kick-ass timing because I had it scheduled to do Boundaries in Midlife already today. And my chapter in the book was what started me getting boundaries. So boundaries in midlife. Okay, it is. It's really crazy, and especially since I just recorded this whole dang thing, and I'm like, what the hell? No, I did not just do that. I did. I did do that. So my story in this book is when I started purposely putting boundaries in place. Now, the story in the book is not about my boundaries. My story in the book in chapter 13 of Get Past Your Shit very good title, right? Um, yeah, I'm, I cuddle, I'm cuddling the book. You can't, can you hear me cuddling the book? Yeah, I'm cuddling the book. Um, it's just so amazing because my name's on it and my name's inside it and my words are in there and I'm so impressed. So impressed that it happened and I'm proud. I get to, I get to just own it. I'm absolutely owning it. So my story in here set back in 2017. Let me take you back just a little. <laughs> it's set back in 2017. And before this incident happened in the book, I'd gone through a ton of stuff. Uh, my husband and I were young when we had the kids. So when the youngest graduated, I was 40 and the oldest or Oldest graduated, I was 40. Youngest graduated, I was 43. I We'd lost one parent. We had another parent that we were doing. Well, at that point, we were, do, we were worried. We weren't doing a lot of the caregiving yet. Um, so we had that going on. I had had a full hysterectomy and went into instant menopause where I absolutely lost my mind. I did not understand that that was going to happen. And so... There was a time span where I was at my very lowest, very lowest, and I have been so thankful for the people in my life that have helped me push past that and, and get past it. In fact, I did thank a lot of them today as I was talking about the book. Um, I hit them up purposely and, and told them, thank you for, thank you, thank you for loving me through the Val Hot Mess years. And <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> so my part of the story is really, it's my, my, my pivotal point where I realized how I was allowing other people to dictate how I was going to act and who I was going to be. And I realized I was miserable. And so um, I don't want to give too much away. Uh, so it's, it's in the book. 
which you can grab on Amazon. It's only $2.99 on Kindle right now. Um, sorry if you're listening to this at a later date and the price has changed, but if it's on launch day, for sure, it's $2.99 today. And I'm really, really stinking excited. This was, this was scary. I've, I've wanted to write a book for a really long time and I love that I got this opportunity to do a chapter because this really does feel like a fire under my butt to get more books written like I've wanted to. But it's also scary because this is way out of my comfort zone. I am an open book. Dig it, dig it, dig it, wah, wah. I am an open book and I've had lots of very private conversations one-on-one -on -one with, with women. But I have never put this much out publicly. So it's some scary shit. And that just is more shit that I have to get past, like the book says. Um, there's, there's 19 of us in here with our stories, uh, 19 stories of imperfect people who prove you can get past your shit. You are going to love it. I can't wait to sit down and read more of the stories. I just got my copy yesterday and I refused to read the digital copy. I wanted the copy in my hands. So, so yay. I, I am. I'm excited. And it's amazing that Boundaries was also on my list to talk to specifically today. It's crazy. So, like I said, mine... My story in the book is when I started purposely putting boundaries in place because I started realizing that I even needed them. Before that, I just didn't realize it. I was just so miserable. I'm just like, whatever, this is everything that I've always done, so I'm just going to always do it. This is what moms do. Um, and I know that by talking to a lot of women in midlife, we get to that point. I mean, my point let's see, I was 44 in the book when this went down, when this switch was flipped. And we tend to get in that point in our lives where we, we finally decide that we are done. We're done giving a fuck about everybody else more than they care about us. It's easy to think because they've, these people have been in our lives for decades that we just have to keep on going on and we have to be with them forever. And I have one phrase for that. Fuck that shit. Just because they've been in our, around in our lives does not mean that they have brought value to our lives. Fuck that shit. We need to value ourselves. And we need people around us that are going to value us. And they don't get a free pass just because they've been in our lives for decades. So we have to keep them around forever. No. No. Absolutely no. I was having a conversation with my mom this weekend when we went out, uh, we went out shopping and, and doing girly things which is not, it's not our norm. So it felt amazing. We went out and we were talking and we bought ourselves frivol frivolous stuff just because we wanted it, just because it fucking sparkled. And my mom actually walked out of a store, which um, 
I thought I was taking her to a like strip mall thrift store and I actually ended up taking her to the most expensive store I've been in in my life and uh, we've been shopping in Santa Monica boutiques before not buying we were shopping and so we've seen expensive but we were in a little teeny tiny town out here and I picked up some stuff and went oh, holy crap no wonder why there's so many employees in here and they are talking to us the entire time no idea so I bought some stuff that I probably don't need but it made me feel good so I did need it and I had seen something and it was crazy and it was gorgeous and it's sparkly I'm gonna have to take a picture of it and put it on the on I'm gonna have to I'll have to blog about it honestly this thing deserves a blog it's a candle holder and it's ridiculous and I, you know, we were just talking about so much stuff in there and this is totally rabbit trailing. Uh, but we were talking about so much of the stuff that was in there and she's just like, oh, and look at this. I'm like, oh, that's gorgeous. And I'd already moved on to the next sparkly pretty thing in the store. And we get to checking out with our stuff and my mom turns to me and she's like, okay, you got to go. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, uh, you need to leave. I'm like, all right, you don't gotta ask me twice because I know she's gonna buy me something, right? <laughs> she walks out with the bag and she's like don't tell your father <laughs> now if you knew my mom and I that's just ridiculous and funny because she and I we don't keep secrets from our spouses my parents have been married for 49 years I've been married for 26 years uh, we're married to our best friends <laughs> and so as soon as we say don't tell don't tell you know <laughs> we're already going to knock ourselves out anyways, because we get so excited about, about it. <laughs> so it was super funny. I think there's only a couple of times she's ever said it. And it opened up and it was that huge blingy candle holder. So like I said, I'm going to have to write out that thing and, and we're going to have to pay homage to my candle holder that I could use as a weapon. It's amazing. I absolutely love it. Total rabbit trail. Holy crap. So anyways, my mom and I were out doing the girly thing and having fun and we were talking and, and I don't know how we got on the topic of friends, but I told her, I said, you know, it's really, it's really crazy about friends and some realizations that I've had. And, you know, I said, you are, I said, I said, I picture you as having really good boundaries. Like your boundaries are crazy extreme. When you are done with somebody, you are done. There's no second chances. There's no, there's no extra apologies even. Like when she cuts somebody out of her life, they are dead to her. It's pretty amazing to watch. <laughs> it freaks people out. It's amazing. <laughs> But when they've pushed her to that point, I mean, like they had it coming. So it is hilarious when people have come up to me and it's like, um, does your mom even know I'm here? I'm like, nope, she looked right through you, didn't she? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, nope. I'm like, did you not hear what she said before? You know, <laughs> she's done. <laughs> so I've got my mom over here on this super extreme side. I told her, and then we've got dad. And she's like, yeah, who holds on to everybody until the grave. I said, yeah. I said, then I've got on this side, I've got dad who is best friends with 
everybody. He wants to be everybody's best friend. He loves everybody and he legit does. But unfortunately, this has led to me seeing him being treated by so many people like absolute shit because they take advantage of it. Unfortunately, he pulls in the people that will take fully take advantage of his niceness because he will go and do everything for him. All you got to do is ask. He's that kind of guy. But he has zero boundaries. He keeps friends forever, no matter how they treat him. So I have these two extremes and I laughed and I said, you know, it would have been really amazing if I had both of you guys as extremes and I could have come down the middle. I'm like, that would have been really amazing. I said, but no, I said, no, of course not. I said, no, I freaking wishy-washy bounce back and forth between both of your guys's extremes. And okay, I said, I do. I mean, I did. That's how I used to roll. And I do still have to watch out for it to go back and forth with the wishy-washy uh, as, as far as friendships goes. Because what happens is I put a hard line finally that I'm, I'm done being treated like absolute shit and you're dead to me. And then I give myself the guilt over on the other side and go, oh, but wait, maybe, maybe, maybe part of it was my fault. And then I go back and forth and I'm like, oh my gosh. I go, it was so many decades of doing that back and forth drove me batty. So I'm glad that I'm, I, I'm glad that I know it now. Doesn't mean that I'm over it or that I'm perfect about it, but I'm so glad that I realize it and I realize why it's because, you know, I've got the two most important people in my life and that's how I saw friendships, relationships worked. So for me, I just bounced back and forth. Now I'm trying to do a lot more of the happy medium. <laughs> trying. <laughs> but I recognize that it's happening at least, which is the battle. So one of the main things that we're talking about at that point was uh, friends don't have to be forever, right? But I do end up having just a little bit of that worry that friends need to be be forever because, I mean, I've, I've grown up watching the, uh, we've all watched the chick flicks, right? And everybody's best friends and you got, you do all this stuff together and it's so much fun and, and you and your girlfriends forever. And I'm like, so that's what I would always kept striving for was that I wanted this relationship with, oh, we're doing girls weekend and, you know, and I've, I have had that. I've had that when I needed that. And I could have that again, which is kind of getting to what, one of my points. I, you know, and, and my mom is very similar in this, in this fact that we don't want a second marriage, which was what we were talking about having that kind of a close friendship is. You know, we're both married to our best friends. We live with our best friends. We're not looking for that in depth of a relationship with somebody else. And once I really started figuring out that why am I looking for this ideal friendship? 
when I don't really want to hang out with people that much? Why am I setting this ideal? And I'm finding them. I'm, I, I found those people that I could have been in, but that's not how I wanted to be, but I didn't realize it. So I had to come to terms with the fact of what I needed. And what I need is the friends that I do have now. The, all of the friends that I can pick up the phone at any time and we just pick on up from wherever it is. It could be two years and we haven't talked. And we're both okay with that. We're not doing guilt trips. We're not worried about it. We're not doing the fake, oh, we should get together. No, no, that's just not how it works. And it feels amazing to have these people in my life that I know, hey, you know what? You do have other things that are more important that take a little bit more priority. It doesn't mean you don't wanna be around for me. We're just both that way and it works for us. So I do have some questions for you to work through just a little bit. Um, I guess a little bit of a disclaimer on these questions. Uh, when, when you're looking at these questions and thinking about these questions, don't think of them as just negatives. That's not how we're, how we're looking at that, at what we want out of these, these boundaries and what we want to create. So these are just questions to get you thinking. You know, it, it, it could be that you, you ask yourself the question and, and all you get is warm butterflies and it's positive from either one of these questions. So you're like, cool, that boundary is pretty well set, which means you need, to, you need to write down that boundary because that's, if it gives you all butterflies for all, both these questions, then that means that it's, it's a good boundary and you want more of that. You want, you want that, that relationship to be created with everybody, right? So one of the questions I want you to take a look at is how worried are you about offending others and how they look at you as a friend? So what do you think they are passing judgment on and your level of being a friend. And I know this is not usually the way I go about things, judging, putting words in somebody else's head, <laughs> but we do it. So we may as well just own it, right? Then the second question, how much time do you think they are spending thinking or worrying about what kind of friend they are to you? Okay, so I've got these questions on here because I just want you to start the process of, of taking a look and seeing if you're getting what you need out of the relationships that you are the closest to. So again, those questions are, how worried are you about offending others and how they look at you as a friend? Does it take up a lot of your thought process in a day or a week or a month? And how much time do you think they are spending worrying about what kind of friend they are to you? Now, these ones came into play because of my story in the book. <laughs> yes, you're going to hear that for quite a while, I think, in the book. Um, my, when I started realizing how I was letting other people treat me and how I was changing, so much for other people. And I started thinking about these questions and I realized that there was 
that I felt, whether it was or not, I felt that it was very lopsided that I was doing the giving and the giving and the giving. And if I did not do the giving, then they weren't going to be around. And I was right. But I decided I didn't want that anymore. So it was totally when I decided that I was done being the constant giver and the constantly doing the inviting and the constantly setting things up so that I could be a part of it that I ended up finally just feeling so much better. The boundary needed to be there. And yeah, it was, of course, it's hard, you know, a little bit difficult, but it was also so freeing because it wasn't so one-sided. I wasn't going back and forth between the angry of why am I always the one that's got to set things up if we're actually going to get together? Don't you guys give a shit about doing it? <laughs> Which is where that second question came up of how much time do I think that they're worrying about it? And as soon as that popped into my head for some people in my life, I was like, they don't give two shits about it. I don't feel like that is ever anything that is a worry. And that was a light bulb moment of, well, then why am I worried when I don't feel like they are worried about it at all? Like, why, why am I giving more than I am getting out of it? Um, so th those are just easy ways to start the process. Um, I know that boundaries can get pretty tough and especially at this point in our life we've had some we you might have some relationships in your life that are shit and you've let them be shit for a long time so it's tough so i don't want you to just like completely come out and, and attack them hard because that might be a lot for you to start processing at once if it's not a lot for you and you're ready to go for it give me a call i'll help you i got coaching for that <laughs> I will, I will coach you through how to make the tough, tough ones. I've got a lot of tough, tough boundaries that I have put into place. Uh, very tough ones. So I would happily, happily, happily help you through those, those tough choices and, and putting yourself first. So just a reminder that just because we've always done something or been a certain way does not mean we have to always be that way, right? That's what my part in the book is about. I decided I wanted to change and be who I was really supposed to be instead of being all wishy-washy and changing who I was based on who I was around. We get to grow. We get to change our minds and we get to say, no, we're not going to do that anymore. We are adults. So we take ownership of how we are treating others and how we let other people treat us. Got that? I know that's a hard one. It's a really, really hard one. You have the choices that you are making of how you let people treat you and what you're going to put up with. You're an adult. It's 100% you. And I know that can be a total kick in the gut. But once you start working through it a little bit, again, it's freeing. Because you're like, okay, taking ownership for it is hard. 
it's hard to realize that you brought a lot of the shit on yourself. It's really hard. <laughs> but after you recognize it and you realize that that's what happened and it doesn't have to continue to happen, you start making more room for the people that you want in your life and you start looking at it going, I don't got time for, for your bullshit over here. We get to decide that we've had enough. So I do have one little tip of why we need boundaries and, and the really quick tip of, of what we're going to do with it. Um, that didn't come out right at all. So I have, <laughs> I have a quick tip for easier boundaries. You've decided who these people are that are making you feel good, right? When you answered the questions and you got the warm butterflies, warm fuzzies, the positive butterflies about these people and, and how they make you feel, those are the people that you want to be around more. You want to make more time for them. And you want to write down why you feel that way so you can attract more people like that. Bring in more of those positive people. So I know it got a little heavy. Sorry, boundaries can be that way, and and I'm I'm like, I I get, I get really wordy about the boundaries because they are something that have made a huge positive impact on my life. Huge. So there's something that I really love other women to to lean into, even though they're hard. So like I said, if you need help setting boundaries and figuring these out, hit me up. I do private coaching, so nobody else has to know anything that we talk about except for the two of us. And if you don't want to miss an episode, I would love it if you'd sign up for the, the brand new Happiness is a Choice Guide and Planner. And I will make sure to hit you up every Thursday when a new episode goes live. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because you deserve to live life as your best self.